0: One big misconception in the metal community is that you can't make a guitar that's in standard tuning heavy. Do you agree with this
1: or disagree? I disagree heavily. Same. get it? Same. Yeah, no, I mean, not the best example since it's still E-flat and not E-standard, but the early Nevermore stuff is just as heavy... As their later like seven string material and uh yeah yeah I
0: I notice a I I've been talking to a lot of thrash bands and I play guitar so I always ask like you know what tuning they play and all that stuff and they're like yeah we play in standard I'm like damn son like yeah or it, you could pull a vector and and tune up to F yeah. yeah holy shit um hammerhead i don't know if you know them yeah yeah the the young guys yes they they play in standard the the vocalist said to me he goes yeah i like playing in that because it's a little bit more of a challenge i'm like
1: fuck man i wish i (laughs) could say that (laughs) but i I like especially for thrash this is my my personal take on it i guess but for for thrash and thrash adjacent stylings uh i think it does work better to um or maybe not better but it the lower you tune the uh well the lower it's going to be and it'll be just the fundamental of the note will be maybe less conducive to like fast thrashy right hand work Um, won't be as, won't be as clear or as, as tight or as concise percussive sounding as, as one might desire. Right. Where do you tend to stick in
0: like with all your projects?
1: Uh, which tuning? Yeah. I, I use D standard for Paladin. Um, sometimes drop C. Just because I do like the sound of, of it being a little, a little lower than standard, um, but I don't like below even even C is. That's where it kind of starts to get a mushy. little too too mushy yeah. for me. Um, and there was a bit where uh, me and Alex, the the other guitarist in Paladin, we had like a little project that we were working on, um, years before Paladin uh and i we we tuned to c sharp standard for that which was interesting um but yeah d's kind of the sweet spot for me and i don't know gotcha. if it's just because i i listen to a lot of bands that tune to d like symphony x and and children of bodom but sweet i've seen children of bodom twice super I, good yeah
0: i've i've seen them twice as well super good for for him being a small guy he can like belch out probably the heaviest vocals yeah. like i i can think of so hell yeah would you consider yourself a better composer or performer
1: um oh boy i would i'm going to go with uh option 3 and just say guitarist i think, <laughs> I, think I'm, I think i'm better as just like just a just playing the guitar i think that's my my strongest uh attribute or whatever um i i would li- i don't composing is tricky for me um i can't really sit down and and write a song uh, so easily. I mean, I guess yeah. I could, I could force myself to, well, I, I do have to sometimes force myself to just sit down and kind of get into the writing. Yeah. Mode. The um, drummer's
0: like, dude, you can't come here and, you know, bring no riffs. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: and it's weird. Cause I, I prefer, it's kind of hard for me to write with other people. Too, especially in like a jamming environment, it just doesn't yeah. Yeah, it work, don't work for me most of the time. Um, every, like, you know, once every fucking blue moon or something, I'll, I'll find a person that I can sort of riff with or off of, and it and it works well. Um, right, but even then, still for actual songwriting, I kind of like to just be in my own head and and work so so how do you way.
0: actually if you say don't like sit in front of a computer and do it do you rehearse with a drummer and write that way or oh no i do sit
1: in front of a computer and do it oh okay yeah i got you um what else was i gonna say something else uh oh well, it must not have been that important
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right I saw you were jamming on the acoustic earlier, man. I was. When are you starting a solo project?
1: Uh, probably never.
0: <laughs> Not a huge fan, just just covers once in a while.
1: I do. Well, I I play I play covers for a living or I uh, I mean, normally. Now I don't play anything anywhere because <laughs> cuz there's a yeah. pandemic. But um yeah, I do I do a bunch of cover cover band type stuff normally when I'm home and I am uh or I was working on getting an acoustic duo like cover thing together with the chick in that video Lauren um and we were we literally just finished like putting together sort of promo material um, to actually yeah. start booking gigs and then this of whole course. Thing started happening.
0: Yep, yeah, of great, course. Great time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because when I was in high school, this kid always used to say to me, he's like, dude, you're never gonna make money playing in a fucking metal band. Like you ought to just play in a cover band. I'm like, you're right, but at the same time, like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would rather make you know Enough money just to pay my gas to go on tour, or
1: just you know, whatever. Playing fucking other people's music sucks. See, I like it. I I like um. I mean, I started playing guitar just because I wanted to. Uh, right. Well, a bunch of my friends were doing it, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like fun. I want to be cool." Yeah, and but and then I started, and then I was wanted to actually play songs that I liked, and then I listened to at the time, and and whatever. Um. And uh, and I just like playing songs, period, um, or playing, yeah, exactly. I guess I should say. So, I um, I enjoy doing cover cover tunes and stuff. Of course, right? Not all of them. There are certainly songs that I play that I would rather not no, I'm, ever. I'm but. talking more like
0: fucking like coffee shop music Ah. that that, that's what he was trying to say. Like the only way you're going to make money is playing that stuff. I'm like, no way, no, no way, (laughs) (laughs) no way. So you're labeled as like a thrash power metal band, but you add like a lot more to it. You know, I hear more, well, like a tad bit of like death metal. Do you agree with that? And, do you think there's other elements that you guys don't have like labeled?
1: Um, there. I think for me, it's it's like three three main styles that are kind of melded together, which is thrash and power and mellow death. Um, Hell yeah! I uh, I think that sums up most of it. And there, are, I'm sure there are little touches of of other things here and there. Um, that may not quite fall so neatly into one of those three categories, but uh, yeah, and I, I'm I've always been a big sort of power metal and prog metal guy. I like the more melodic styles um, and subgenres, and I don't I like thrashy guitar parts. I've never really listened to that much. Thrash metal, though I haven't gone into that rabbit hole, um, gotcha. As much as I probably should have, <laughs> or people right. think I have, um, and a lot of these songs were sort of written as mellow death songs because um, mm-hmm. I was in a like thrashy melodic death metal band. Yeah. at the time Artic- when I was when I was writing him um no so. are you
0: uh still like touring with Arsis um
1: i i would if <laughs> right if they were to to ask me to um no i haven't they haven't really um been doing too much as far as i know i i met up with james malone the main the big mastermind boy um yes the mastermind back back in oh geez when was that i don't know like the end of last year or something he was just driving through um atlanta where i am on the way to virginia uh to see his mom i think and to like do some whatever he he stopped by and i i was we were catching up and i uh Yeah, I asked him if there was any ARSA stuff on the horizon, potentially, or, like, definitely. And he was like, eh, not really. Right, (laughs) damn. Okay, um, which, I mean, they've, I guess they've always kind of been like that, um, or at least for the past, uh, several years, um, and I know he has like a sort of synth wave guitar oriented eighties themed project that he's been working on, which is actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I noticed he was in like two projects or something like that.
1: Yeah. It's funny. He obviously, Arsis is his main thing and has been for, you know, whenever it was conceived. Um, but he had the a band called Necromancing the Stone that he played guitar for, and that which is a great name. And he uh, that was like sort of it had some thrash in it and some power metal elements and traditional heavy metal stuff. It was interesting um and actual singing it did have harsh vocals too but it had it was mostly cleans Right, um, and i filled in i did a tour with them on bass filling in on bass a few years ago which is it's not how i met james but it's how i sort of got m- acquainted with him right other than you know like meeting him at a show in passing or whatever now, now, how is
0: playing with Arsis like different than Paladin? Like the energy?
1: Well, it's way harder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard. I, uh, I yeah. Well, I, it,
0: I was going to ask you how the hell you do vocals and play guitar at the same time. Like I've
1: tried it, can't do it. Like no way. That's hard too, and I'm not. I I had to force myself to, to be able to do that because I used to, it it doesn't really come naturally to me at all. Um, And yeah, I was the old Melodeth band that I was in that I mentioned previously. We, that broke up um, or really just, it was four of us and the main guy quit. He was a guitarist and vocalist and we decided to continue as what would be paladin. And I just kind of took it upon myself to take over the role of vocals. Um, And we had a show like a month out. (laughs) (laughs) Figure it out. Uh, Yeah. So I was like, uh, okay, I guess I'll just cram and like try to will myself to be able to do this. Um, And it sort of worked out somehow. I don't know. It worked out the first show? Yeah, I mean,
0: more or less. <laughs> it's, there's no way in hell I could You said 30 days?
1: Yeah, um if not fewer. Not a chance in hell. Yeah, I, it's it's really hard and I still have to have to work on it and I can't it's hard for me to just like kind of bust it out on the fly like if there's a song that I know how to play and know how to sing but separately like if I if I haven't practiced specifically playing and singing a song, it can be like really hard for me to do it on the fly without, um, yeah, sitting royally fucking like, up.
0: Yeah. So what comes naturally or easier to you, the power metal like chants, or you know the singing,
1: or like the death metal growls or like shrieks definitely the singing um really and yeah and actually i don't it's which is interesting because uh paladin when it started the previous band was all harsh vocals and i kind of like in keeping with the spirit of that i i was like oh, let's just keep doing harsh vocals and i only we only did harsh vocals and i was doing them um and then later on i decided you know i like singing and i like hearing things be sung so yeah maybe i'll work some of that into but singing is definitely easier for me i don't even do harsh vocals live anymore except for one song um just because uh our cd release show we i had like really bad allergies uh the week leading up to it. And my voice was gone for at least a couple of days. So I was getting really nervous. <laughs> and <laughs> thankfully it came back like the day before the day of or something, but I wasn't at a hundred percent. So I was like, I know if I try to do any harsh vocals, it will like, yeah, that'll be singing. It. Yeah, be gone. Singing's done. Yeah. Um. So now I, our bass player, Andy was able to, uh, he was like, yeah, I can, I'll, I can do them. I'll do them. Uh, And he did. And then from from there on out, I've been like, you know, uh, do that. Do that for me, would (laughs) you? If you want to do that all the time, then it's yours. Yeah.
0: I don't know how vocalists can do the same thing. Like, I just know when you're screaming, your your pitches are they go off like, how do I explain this? When you start screaming, your vocal cords stretch out, and then your singing just like goes out of tune naturally. And it's, yeah, it's, like it's, there's no way to like stop it, from
1: my knowledge. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. They're just, it's such a different technique doing doing harsh vocals, um, oppo- as opposed to you know just regular singing and vocalizing um and it's there are people that can like pull off both with no problem like Stu Black when he was in into eternity he was doing everything and it was fine somehow um and if it the thing for me is I don't like I can do the growls and the screams pretty easily in a studio environment uh but it's i sing a lot louder than i do harsh vocals and yeah. when you're playing live you're pretty much always gonna oversing <laughs> just just because yeah. you're you know you got the adrenaline going and there's everything's loud and you'll never have a good mix that you're totally happy with especially as a singer um So I end up, I over, I overexert myself singing and doing harsh vocals and it's, it's really bad when, (laughs) when you, when you do it with harsh vocals because it, it, uh, you know, it fucks up your throat a lot more and a lot more quickly. And on top of that, you got like a
0: 20 day tour ahead of you. Right. Yeah. First day. You need to to pace yourself conditioning. Right. Uh, So. Three more questions for you. Do you consider yourself like a big video
1: game junkie? I noticed you did a song about Zelda. I did. We have a song about song about Zelda, a song about Zelda, and um, and a song about Chrono Trigger too, which is a great SNES RPG. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big video game nerd. Um, I that's Almost all that I did when I was growing up until I started playing guitar at uh age fourteen or fifteen, however old I was. I don't play so much anymore. I'll have I'll have little bouts where I game a lot. Um Yeah. That's but, the same way as me. Yeah, not I I really haven't played up until i guess maybe a month ago i i haven't been playing anything and i've got tons i I'll, I'll like buy games and be excited to play them and then never actually play them <laughs> you, yeah you play them for like a week and then they're shot you spend 60 bucks
0: that's exactly what i do yeah so fundamentally what sticks out to most
1: about White Snake, about White Snake. Um, yeah I first of all I love David Coverdale. Um, but White Snake, uh, the the self titled album with John Sykes is one of my favorite albums, and it's because I love John Sykes as a player and a writer, and I love the song. I love like every song on that album and everything about it but to me john sykes is what i love about Whitesnake. so that one album that he was on is is yeah that's (laughs) that's like a fan uh, are you a
0: fan of uh here we go again or do you think it's overplayed
1: i it is and i still love it